Hello, welcome to Victims. Uh, Christ, I'll start that again. Hello, and welcome to Victims of the Punt, our show about New South Wales horse racing. Saturday's meetings at Randwick and is on the lands of the Bidjigal and Gadigal people. We acknowledge them as the traditional owners and pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. A uh, little bit of a stripped back version of the show again uh, this week, same as last week. Our production is, is unfortunately still unavailable, but that will be rectified next week. So unfortunately, we won't have the um, the vision of uh, some of the trialers and um, tips that we'd normally see, but we'll uh, we'll battle on regardless, regardless and do our best. Uh, the show is brought to you by Australian-owned and operated bookmaker ReadyBet, uh, the winner-finding machine that is mailbag bloodstock. And speaking of winners, how about Keats at sale yesterday? Just uh, fell in by about five lengths in his first uh, run in the blue, orange and white. Um, and of course, Field of Roses won at Pakenham last week as well. So, mailbag bloodstock is airborne. And the show is also brought to you by Punningform, Australia's best racing database. Uh, Rob Scurry is with us again. He's coming off a very profitable August for his Manning Yard Mail service, um, running at about 15% PO2, I think. And you wouldn't want to bet against him repeating the dose in September. The Manning Yard is critical in these early spring races. And that's when Rob comes right into his own. Now, over to Mark Sheen, his tips... Oh, gee, it was a tough day for Mark last week. Grace, Grace and Harmony, don't know what happened there. It was just uh, a furlong. And then his chance of redemption was ruined when Conqueror was um, scratched at the barrier, which left it wide open for Caboo, who got the job done in the big three-year-old race. So I'm sure he'll be out to uh, square the ledger this week and look forward to seeing what he's got for us. Um, of course, the trial back bookers keep finding winners. Perfect Thought was one of those that got the money at Kembla last Saturday while that was happening. Mark, any promos or special offers this week at ReadyBet? Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, we have the the standard money back second promos and that sort of thing. We've got the Friday fill up, a free hit on one race at each of the three codes today and every Friday. We've got a great US Open tennis promo. And continuing on this week, we started last week, we're going to pick <coughs> a couple of favourites, hopefully one each in Melbourne and Sydney, and uh, just guarantee to be at least uh, joint top odds, and if not top odds in the marketplace, backing our opinion. Taking us on, no money back, no refunds, just um, if we're wrong and you're right, back at a top odds and collect. All right, Redfern Express Black Bookers, the segment everyone's been waiting for, the best free content you'll find on Sydney Racing, presented by the mailbagbloodstock.com.au. And this week, uh, a new one, um, trained by uh, Jesus Bedgood. It's a Manhattan Rain out of a Calais View, two-year-old filly. So Manhattan Rain, um, I remember Manhattan Rain going around. He's a lovely type. Um, he won the uh, Group 1 size produce that you were calling that day, Mark. He beat tickets who I was on. Um, he ran a second in the uh, Cox Plate behind So You Think. Same sire as She Will Rain, uh, who was a, a Group 1, well, multiple Group 1 winner. Um, the dam side is possibly even more exciting for this filly being out of a half-sister to Fontaton, uh, who won the English Banner. By a lazy six lengths, um, winning the Blue Diamond preview and Prelude, and starting a short favourite in the Blue Diamond. Uh, it's closely related to Group Three winners in Satorial Splendor and that really good horse Generation was a bit stiff last week. Um, Fast Family goes early. The filly's broken in, ready to go. Um, uh, nominated for English Series race, uh, Vobis Vobis Gold, uh, trained by the Flying Gavin Bedgwood, as I alluded to. Um, $2,050 for a 2.5% share. Get in touch with Jono at themailbag.com.au. That's J-O-N-O. -O, only 40% remaining. Okay. Three 
for the black book this week. Uh, no vision, unfortunately, but you'll have to do your own homework, um, find them and have a look and see what Mark sees. Um, we'll give you uh, some names and dates uh, at the end so you can look them up for yourself. First up um, from the Warwick Farm trial on August 29 is Economics, a three-year-old cult trained by Annabelle Neesham. Yeah, he didn't begin all that well in this trial. Yeah, you can, as uh, uh, Rob said, you can have a look. Um, he's in the Aquas colours. Uh, he jumps a bit slowly, gets back, and then is hard held all the way to the line. He's only been lightly raced. He uh, ran second at uh, Musselbrook and then uh, won very impressively at Scone through the carnival there. I think he's a very nice horse. And uh, look, he'd probably be uh, aimed at the midweeks and see how he goes and, and progresses through. But uh, he's a son of capitalist, uh, pretty nice type. And I thought he trialled particularly well after after getting left in that trial. Okay, next up, also from the 29th of August, but this time from the Gosford trials that day, in trial six, an unraised filly from the Waterhouse bot stable on the beach. Yeah, this is a filly by uh, not a single doubt. Um, she's won her last two trials. I thought this second trial was a lot better at Gosford. Um, she seemed a little bit fitter and went through the line a little bit better. She jumped in front, showed good speed as uh, most of those horses from the stable do. And uh, when given a click up uh, at the top of the straight, she extended nicely and won very easily. So uh, I think she's on target to win a race uh, first up. They'll probably go to the midweeks with her as well, but she looks above average. So that's on the beach. She's in the Yulong colours. A lot of people like betting against them, but uh, anyway, <laughs> cream with white jet sleeves when you look it up. <laughs> All right. Finally, hot off the press from yesterday's Canterbury trials on September 1, uh, Mark Newnham, this time a Willinga Ruffio. Yeah, this horse has uh, come back really well. Um, he won two races uh, last time in, one at Hawkesbury and one at Rose Hill. He was a very immature type of done deal, three-year-old. I think he'll be a lot stronger with that spell under his belt and uh, he looks to be airborne at the moment. Admittedly, the track was heavy there at Canterbury. And he probably got through that ground really well, but he trialled uh, quite nicely at Ramick before that. So I think he's uh, really on target to, to go to the next level this time in. So watch out for him first up as well. We'll linger Rufio, and he'll be much better once he gets to a mile, even 2,000 metres. Certainly will, Mark. He showed a bit of promise uh, last time in, especially over those middle distance trips. And yes, that's um, good to hear that he's uh, come back well so there's sure to be a race for him and I'm um, yeah, keen to see that Waterhouse Philly too she's a very flashy chestnut obviously got an early speed will be a good betting proposition when she turns up right now we turn our attention to Saturday at Randwick uh, really starting to get into the swing of spring now um, unfortunately the track's currently a soft seven um, yeah Mark tells me there's, there's no rain yet today but there are showers forecast and Bureau saying 8 to 15, possibly tomorrow. Just I hope that's not the case because that could really make a bit of a mess of the track. And there's a very strong southerly wind um, forecast tomorrow too. So just tread a bit warily here. It could uh, pay to wait and see what happens with the pattern. Uh, Seven-metre rail, Mark, what are you thinking there? Yeah, it's a bit of a treacherous uh, position in my opinion. It could favour leaders. Um, uh, we'll just have to see as the day progresses. I, I like one in the first, so I'm not going to get any guide there. So... But uh, just looking at my stuff, they're normally a bit on pace and inside. What do you think? Yeah, lanes one and two tend to have an advantage there. Um, it's a bit hit and miss. Sometimes they can make ground, but it's certainly not, you know, a, super, a sweeper's track like you can see at Randwick with the rail and the closer in the true or the closer in positions. It really does. Once that rail gets out past six, you probably want to be lanes one and two and preferably on pace, to be honest. So... Again, we'll just wait and see what happens with the weather and that track pattern. So, right, we've got uh, two selections from Mark for tomorrow's meeting. And 
This is a bit of a surprise to me. We're having a go in race one, the highway. I think this is the first for you, Mark, isn't it? It is, but uh, I did actually uh, have a saver on this horse in the Silver Shadow first up, Opal Ridge. Um, she went into the race with a run under her belt, so I thought uh, a bit of race fitness on her side might help her, but sitting four wide in a limb certainly didn't. Um, look, she was a tragedy beaten the start before at uh, Rose Hill, and she was badly held up there. McAvoy just got in a bad spot on the fence. That was on uh, rain-affected ground. And then she sat wide there, as I said, uh, in the Phillies race the other day. So this looks a massive drop in class. McDonald takes the ride. Look, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not stepping right outside the box here, finding a favourite. But uh, I think this is a, a race that suits her nicely. Participator, um, the second favourite is drawn poorly. Got a long way back uh, last start. So I'm not sure where he gets to from that barrier. So I think Opal Ridge looks the winner of race one. Yeah, but, I mean, highways have a bit of a... You know, they're a bit maligned by the punters, and I understand why. I mean, most most weeks it's just highway horses racing each other, but when you find one who you think is a bit better than highway class, they can be pretty good um, betting propositions. You know, you get a horse like... I remember Noble Boy was winning them. You know, horses that were clearly better than highway class can be pretty good bets in this grade. Does a horse like that stand out in the yard, um, Rob? Is it better than highway class? 100%. Noble Boy, um, probably the best looker to come out of highway. Then It's Me as well was another yeah, one who stood no. out like a, a, a sore thumb. Yeah, yeah. So, yard will be important, but uh, Mark seems to have identified one there. Opal Ridge, obviously, they have um, better things in mind than highways for her. Right, we'll move on to Mark's next selection in one of the features, the Chelmsford Stakes Race 8. What have you got here, Mark? Yeah, look, I'm just a little bit worried uh, now with with that uh, more rain and the track pattern, but, I, look, I was really impressed by Surefire first up. As I said, I think, in the review show um, last um or through the autumn, I thought this horse was badly disadvantaged by heavy tracks. He's a big, heavy, fast net rock. And even though he was racing well, I don't think those bog nine and tens were certainly in his favour. And you saw that he got there on about a dead five at Rose Hill for the first time in Australia, and he won like a gazelle. So uh, I am just a little bit worried if this track gets downgraded, but uh, I thought the way that he won the other day and the, and the sectionals that he ran for the last 600 and 400 were outstanding and this looks a very weak wait for age race to me you've got to go looking for excuses for Moanga. obviously Montefilia is a very good mare and uh, she probably sets up well for this race considering the the, the depth in this race but uh, I just thought that Shawfire did a good job last time in considering that he was racing on unsuitable tracks and uh, McDonald rides here I'm hoping that they roll forward doesn't get too far back and I think if he repeats that run at Rosie will it be very hard to beat yeah, uh, you were on him first up, Rob, were you? Uh, yeah, mate, I was. Good memory. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, he came back really, really well. Coat was glowing and it was a pretty easy bet to have. Um, look, I, I'm not sh not sure. There's, there's, you know, I can make excuses. I'm always interested to see how Moonga parades. If this track gets downgraded anymore, like a horse like Stockman, he seems to be flying, getting better and better. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, yeah, Shawfire's got that run under his belt, and um, you know, if the track doesn't get downgraded too hard, he's his favourite for a good reason. Yeah, he's around the three dollar thirty mark with ready bet at the moment. Um, Yard going to be critical there with Montefilia. I think she's probably the best horse in the race on her day, but she can tend to take a run uh, to peak. So we'll uh, uh, wait with interest what the yard. Uh, Tells us tomorrow. Um, what did you, Mark, what did you think of that race the other day? Like Benno and Stockman were only beaten a couple of lengths. Does that uh, put a question mark on the race? But I like we've seen that before. Like she's ideal and 
that other horse from uh, overseas ran a good race, Kateev Nautique, or whatever its name was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I do have a question mark on that form. I think Benno's got some ability. Um, he, and he, he sort of went up the inside. He was one of the few to make ground up the inside <laughs> on, on that occasion too. I, I don't know how he's going to go second up. He's obviously got other targets, Metropolitans and that sort of thing in mind. Uh, but, I mean, the Chelmsford's always a pretty weak wait for age race, to be honest. It's often a stepping stone to other targets or horses, and it's very much the B-graders. B it's not much of a race this year, to be honest, and certainly there to be won like, uh, by a horse like Shawfire if he gets the right run and conditions, of course. Um, just before we go, um, anyone want to say anything about Zaki in the tramway? I mean, he's a short enough price, but uh, any, any comment on his trials, Mark? Um, I thought he tried good at Hawkesbury, got taken on all the way there, and um, I thought it was actually a good trial to have because it uh, would have given him a bit of match fitness. That war return will cut into him a long way out, yeah. and they went uh, head and head. It was hard to get any uh, good guy with sectionals there because they finished at the old winning post 100 out, so you couldn't really get any sort of a guide uh, sectionally for that trial, unfortunately. Oh, well. uh, yeah, interesting race. Uh... Rob, you'll be keen to see the great Zaki and, of course, Profondo going around again. Yeah, yeah look, um, he's, he's not getting any younger, Zaki, but I guess he's almost as good as we've got. Um, how how bad does the track get by that stage? I'm not, not sure. Profondo, I'm not sure if he likes it heavy either. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. But I, I, he just seems a bit short to me, the obvious one. But, you know, a horse like Nimalee could could improve. Ice bath. I'm not sure where she's at. Um, prime candidate will probably run an honest race and might be hard, you know, set a decent tempo. But yeah, um, Colding need can't run on wet ground either. So it does seem like Zaki's race, but um, seems short enough to me. Looks pretty well in ice bath with 53. If it, if it does get really wet, that's the key, isn't it? If if it is downgraded, I'm sure the market will tune into her. No doubt about that. She loves the mud, and she is certainly one of yours, isn't she, Rob? Certainly is certainly run a lot of lot of close seconds with her. Um, I think we got our money in the invitation. See, I remember that PBL invitation, two million dollar race. But um, yeah, I think she was a good thing, beating a couple things like other big races. Um, anyway, yeah, she's certainly one of mine. Yes, we all remember the twenty five to one um, pre post in the what was it the Golden Eagle or one of those big races? Eagle. Yeah. Anyway. All right, just another just another tragedy on the punt. Um, thank you very much for that. Um, we'll just recap Mark's best bets. Race one, number eight, Opal Ridge. And race eight, number nine, Shore Fire. Keep an eye on the track conditions and pattern, of course. And just recapping the black bookers we had from Warwick Farm Economics, from Gosford on the beach, and from Canterbury yesterday, hot off the press, Willinga Rufio. Uh, Mark, Rob, thank you very much for that. Uh, again, uh, apologies for the lack of vision and the uh, more stripped-back nature of the show today, but we will have that um, back to normal by next week, I'm pretty sure. So thank you very much, Mark, Rob, and best of luck for the weekend. Thanks, boys. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, speak to you later. Good luck tomorrow. Okay, thank, thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Mark. Speak to you soon, mate. Bye.